You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. 102.7. Excuse me with that button. What's that? The way when you played that song, you really hit it hard, and I could see the muscles. Well, good morning. That's Tanya. I'm Ryan. This is Kiss. Uh, Sissy has the day off, so we're going to hold down the fort. I like your shirt a lot today. You do? Mm-hmm. I've had, you know, it's funny. If you could describe it, since this is audio. So it's a button-down short-sleeve collared shirt. It's gray. It looks to be gray, but it's really hit, cut in all the right places. And this is the kind of shirt that, you know, if you were to go to the beach and could swim in the water, you'd wear this to the beach before you got in the water. So I was it's thinking, I was thinking that could be a good shirt I could give to my boyfriend to wear at our Heart Radio Music Festival because it's going to be in Vegas and it's going to be hot. Can we not dress your boyfriend like me? Like, can we not buy the same shirts? Why? What's the problem? Well, I don't want to wear the same thing he's wearing. You're not going to wear the same thing he's wearing. You're wearing it today. He'll wear it in two weeks. <sighs> Well, good morning. Tubbs, I need a favor. Come over here for a sec. Tanya, you want the name of the maker? A link would be nicer if well, I if you were so inclined. I, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy to link. <laughs> Tubbs, do me a favor. Just pull just pull back my uh, my shirt there. First of all, the and, way and Tubbs. read the tag. Toxic fever. What is it? Toxic fever. Toxic oh, fever. Oh yeah, that's right. Wow. Well, like, Tubbs is scared to touch my shirt. Yeah, he's like, Did you see that? It was like he was touching like something hot, like a hot pan. He's, like how we would touch the groceries at the the height of the pandemic, like as far away as do possible. You, I, do you feel uncomfortable doing that? No, not really. You looked uncomfortable. Well, I didn't know what you were going to do. What were you going to trick up my sleeve? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you never know. You never know. Well, yeah, you do. What do you? What? What? what could cross well, your one mind. time you wanted me to smell your armpit. Another time you wanted me to like, touch your hair. <laughs> right. I didn't know what I was in for. Well, you're welcome. I mean, those are highlights. He, he also stands still. He doesn't like 
trick you, try and bite you or something. No, and by the way, you should feel, you know, sort of honored. You're the only person that touches my hair, smells my armpit, and looks at the tags. Honored, truly. So, right? Yeah. I think <laughs> if I were you, I'd be having a good day already. So what's it called? Fever maniac? No. What was it called? Uh, toxic fever. Toxic fever. Toxic yeah. fever. Thank you. Um, all right. So let's see what we got today. Sisney off today is National Salami Day. It's not for me. Why? I like pepperoni, but not really salami. I don't know. When you order a pizza, I like the pepperoni to be crispy, like curled up and mm-hmm. crispy. Mm-hmm. Salami doesn't do it for me, but... But you know what you could do? You could take salami and pepperoni, chop them up really small, and throw them in a chopped salad. Mm. Like a thick-cut salami. Yeah. Today's also National Beer Lover's Day. I don't love beer. I, I, I that's not true. I like I can drink one beer after I get out of the ocean because you know the salt water, or I can drink it with pizza or Mexican food. That's when I like it, but only one. I, it fills me up. Yeah, I don't like beer. Does uh, your boyfriend like beer? Yeah, he does. What's he drink? Um, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to. You've never seen the beer, like a Heineken, I've, a Bud no, Light? No, no, but like when he orders it, he it, it's some, I don't know, it's ales? It's ale? I don't know. I honestly have no idea what beer he drinks. Uh, Tubbs, do you like beer? Uh, occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. Um, let's see, what else? ESPN, 43. 43- yes, please? I drank a Connie Cosmo for the first time over the weekend. I meant to send you a picture. So send it to me. I was trying my- to like be respectful of your time away. When we were away, thank you for that. When we mm-hmm. were away, my mother kept asking to have a Connie Cosmopolitan cocktail, and we never did it. So she stayed on vacation four more days after I left, and she had hers uh, well, on her own. So I've never had a Cosmopolitan in my entire life. So it's it's a vodka drink with a little bit of cranberry. Uh-huh. Shaken. Very delicious. Yeah, send me the picture, because I like it to be uh-huh. not pink, but like a little clear, you know? Yeah. Today on the show, we have got um, Liam Garner. Remember Liam Garner? He's the guy biking from Alaska to Argentina. Yeah, he Seems went to like Lasalle High School. Easy task. Um, we're going to check in with him. I think he's in Peru on his bike. You know, we have a text number that you can just, I think it's 41027, right? 41027. You can text us anything, any thought, any question, any comment, if you can't call. Uh, and we can see them instantly. Mm-hmm. And I also really, I'm curious to know what you're doing when you listen to this show. Like the 6 o'clock hour, the 7 o'clock hour. Because the show changes as the morning goes on. You know, We sort of evolve it based on what we think you might be doing. Whether it's just getting up or getting in the car or commuting, going to school. So we think we know, but frankly, we don't. <laughs> so we got this text number. About 10 years late, and we are using it for you to respond to any questions. So I think I want to read some. Yeah. Do you, I mean, what do you think people are doing, Tanya, while listening right now to the radio? Uh, either just waking up or like taking their dog on a walk or getting their coffee. Okay, wrong. So. Oh. It's fascinating to hear, especially the nuance. Like, if you text us any comment, where you're listening, what you're doing, send detail. So, from the 661, I'm recovering from an auto accident. 
My most recent surgery was a complete knee replacement. Right now I'm eating breakfast, toast, cottage cheese, and warm chai tea latte. Wow. That's a big breakfast. Mm-hmm. And listening with my three cockatiels and a cat. See, I don't think of the pets listening. You right, know? right, right. Uh, from the 949, what are you doing right now? Text came in. I'm getting ready for my sailor to come home tomorrow. He'd been gone four years and leaves again September 30th for another four years. I was what? traveling. Yeah, yeah. I was traveling back from our vacation and I had to go through Ireland to stop. And when I stopped there, our U.S. Army troops um, got off a plane, a hundred of them, and they had just been um, in the uh, the Poland region, right? The, like the, the border there, dealing with that war. Wow. So, so I, I saw, first I saw 10 of them, and I walked out in the airport, and they were all in line to buy a beer. And I said, please, I'd like to treat, you know, thank you for your service. That's I'd so like to nice. treat you to a beer. Then a hundred of them showed up. You were like, oh. I was, well, no, okay. I was like, I think I'm going to run out of cash at 70. <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, nice. No, but it's really, it, it, when I see anyone yeah. in the armed forces services, you just want to say you appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, they said they've been dreaming of this one beer for nine months. That's how long they were gone. All right, 714. Uh, walking my one-year-old Husky early to beat the heat. Cute. Listen to you. Uh, April 626, I'm stuck in traffic. My son does not have a license yet, so I have to take him to Cal State Fullerton. I'm coming back alone, so I can't even get the carpool lane. <laughs> Christina Norwalk, listen right now. I'm waiting in line, coffee, at the Starbucks drive-thru, and this lady just cut in front of me. Oh. The good news is I get to listen to my favorite radio family. I'm Cute. assuming it's us. And from the 909, listening right now, texting us, I'm currently in my car doing my makeup, eating a chocolate croissant, and drinking a strawberry acai lemonade in the parking lot of the school where I'm about to sub. Wow. It's, it's just fascinating, the detail, right? Mm -hmm. Chocolate croissants are so good. Do you eat them much? No. But when <laughs> I do, ooh, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, any time, text us 41027. Any comment, question, let us know what you're doing. So your morning hack and then the quote of the day, this feels like a Tanya hack, actually, the more I look at this. I love a Tanya hack. Give it to me. But if you want to feel closer to your coworkers, and you do, yeah, doing this will create a bond, and it takes less than a second. Do you know what it is? You want to guess? Create a hug alarm. Uh, this is a hug emergency. Hug now. No, that's more mm. than a second, I guess. Yeah, no, that's not what they do. Um, they say high five your coworkers. Making physical contact with another person for as little as one fortieth of a second can create a human bond. This is what uh, I was trying to tell you guys. Or go on with the hug alarm. Touching physical contact creates some sort of a endorsement rush. Not endorsement. That's not the right. <laughs> that creates an endorsement <laughs> rush. Brought to you by the Home Depot. <laughs> um, you know what? AIS would like to create this moment of bonding. That's not what I meant. What's going on with Ford? What, what do you got? No, oh, guess who was part of the Ford family? 
We? Well, yeah, you and I, and now my boyfriend, Robbie. Great. Oh, you got a Ford. He got a Bronco. He got a Bronco? Uh Or you got a Bronco? He got a Bronco. Wow. Those Uh Broncos are cool. Uh Uh-huh. It's really cool. Very cool. Anyway, it it also boosts oxytocin, which increases feelings of trust and reduces stress. So I think you're on the right path, but your embrace is is a little too intimate, and it takes a long time. So I would just back, right idea, but just back it up for a high five. All right. All right, today's quote. Some days you'll move mountains. Other days you'll move from the bed to the couch. But both are okay and necessary. And I, I like that. I, I'm going to not move mountains today. Let's do the couch. Kiss FM headlines with Tanya Rad. After LAUSD was hit by a massive ransomware attack that caused a service blackout over the weekend, the school district is now requiring all students and district employees to reset their login credentials for their district accounts. Teachers and administrators will be providing instructions on how to reset the password. And crews continue to battle a deadly wildfire in Hemet that has spread to 5,000 acres and forced the evacuation of over 1,000 homes. The Fairview fire is 5% contained. And Justin Bieber is taking a break from the Justice Tour to focus on his health. Bieber took to his Instagram stories yesterday to announce the news, explaining that his exhaustion following shows in Europe made him decide to pause the tour to rest and get better. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Um, let's, yeah, let's do the trending report and then I'll give away those tickets. So the question was, what does a queen like Oprah do when a woman is starting her own new talk show, right? Correct. Okay. So Sh- Sherry Shepard, her talk show is set to premiere actually next week. And, you know, I feel like people in Hollywood are n- known for their egos. I feel like the people people assume the bigger the star, the bigger the head. I would say narcissism, ego. Yeah. Uh, yeah, vanity. Correct. Sure. And although that is true in some cases, it's not a one size fits all in terms of like celebrity. And I feel like you don't get any bigger than Oprah and she could not have less of an ego. Um, so when when Sherry got her own talk show, Oprah called her and offered her about 15 pages of notes. So Sherry said, she said, I took a potassium pill because my fingers were cramped and I couldn't write anymore. I said, hold on. I have to commit this to memory because nobody will believe that I'm talking to and laughing with Oprah. What she advised. So that's the thing. She didn't go into detail of of what was in that 15 pages, but I'm assuming that she kind of told her because Oprah did it. She had her own talk show. So she experienced probably a lot of peaks and valleys in her day. And I feel like she was probably giving Sherry a lot of lessons that she learned so that Sherry could avoid maybe the same mistakes that she made or any of that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's such a beautiful thing to do for somebody. I think that that's so not it's getting a little bit better, I think, especially in terms of women and, and the competition nature. Um, like, you know, like everybody says there are seats at the table for everybody. But I feel like a lot of the time people hold their secrets close to their chest because they don't, you know, like those are their secrets and they don't want to share. And Oprah's just not that girl. Well, I think when you look back at the, the ground she broke over however many years, Starting in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And looking at the the topic she covered and the you know massive success she had, I, I think at that point in one's life, you, you're not there's no threat, right? And so you definitely 
want to support anybody that's going to be in that that world, that career. It's. I feel like it goes above support, though, when you're going to explain to somebody like mistakes that you made or right. like the trials and tribulations of the early days. Like, I think that goes above supporting. That's not like, hey, watch Sherry's show. That's like, I want to help you. Well, so 15 that. pages of notes from Oprah. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. But do you like, is, is there, for example, let's talk about other radio shows here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Do you? I, I don't feel like I'm competitive with them. Do you? No, that's no, I don't. I mean, I'd like for us to have <laughs> the listeners like as many as we can, but I don't look at any of the other shows or DJ. Matter of fact, Big Boy sent me a text the other day asking for something, some advice, some guidance, and uh, I was I thrilled to help him out. You know, yeah, and I guess I think like, but you remember the people that help you because I I will never forget there was there's another female led podcast. It's three girls that lead the podcast. And one of the girls, Kelty Knight, called me to like tell me how good my episode did and, and the numbers that I got from her podcast. And she's like, I just want you to know this because you have so much value to who you, you might not have the biggest name, but you have so much value. And I thought that was so cool because I'm like, she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to go out of her way to call me and give me this information. And she did it. And so that I was just, I'll never forget it. But it's nice in, you would say Hollywood, it's nice to hear those stories. But I sometimes think when we have artists come in, like musicians, like who are they competitive with? Because they all want to have hits and they all want to have success. Uh, and, but with collaborations, they're working with people all the time. Yeah. But you have to wonder, like, do they feel competitive? You know? Yeah. I'm sure. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a real, uh, this is going to say, please don't judge me for this. Um, but I'll just be honest with you. When we were on low vacation, I ate more pasta than I've ever had in my life. Yeah, talk and to I, me. I put on five. I really put on five. I don't know if I will get back to my normal like peace of mind fitness by that festival. Yeah, you will. How? You'd be surprised. Mm, don't eat. No, but- that's not. Uh, you take everything to the extreme. Yeah. You're welcome. Like, what, of course. But if you balanced both out on like a little, a little bit on each side, you wouldn't have to go to such extremes and like drink your hibiscus tea and not eat. I prefer extremes. No, I do. When I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. I eat. I, you know, I I truly don't eat meat here, like in real life. Mm-hmm. But on vacation, I will eat meat, beef, steak. I will eat. Pigeon, I will eat, you know, pasta. Mm. I will eat uh, pork cheek, which is extreme. Yeah. And then I have to come back and now, you know, suck the inside of a flower to get the juice of the nectar <laughs> to have my my only meal. All right, let's get to this. Would you would you ever run a marathon? No. Me either. Um, would you ever like? Would you ever drive cross country? Yes, I was actually supposed to do that this summer. So you will do that? I will do that eventually, probably next summer. So this guy, Liam Garner, the youngest person to attempt to bike the Pan American Highway, uh, and he's back with us now. So Liam, how long have you been on the road? Well, since the last time I talked to you, it's been an extra month, which makes it 13 months now. So crazy. And are you tired? A little, but 
it's always still fun, you know? So I was thinking about you because I rented a pedal assist bike, you know, for like 40 minutes. And I thought, hmm, I get it. Get what? <laughs> I, I get it. I like, I get what he's doing. I understand. Uh-huh. Do you have pedal assist? Oh, totally the same thing. Uh, no, I, I have, it's, it's just a completely normal mountain bike. I don't have any pedal assist. It's not electric. I don't have a motor or anything. I wish yeah. though. Yeah, I know. Next time, next time. All right. So where, <laughs> where are you now? This guy's biking from Alaska, uh, to where's the finish line? Argentina. Yeah. It's a town called Ushuaia at the end of the world in Argentina. And, uh, when will you get there? So I'm really hoping to get there end of December. So that's about like three and a half more months, just about. And have you met any interesting, because he's alone. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know you could, I didn't even know there were roads from Alaska to Argentina. I thought somehow there was water or something somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like of, I didn't think you could take roads of, the whole way. So the entire Pan American is connected by road, except for one small section from Panama to Colombia. There's a, there's a gap of jungle. And so for that, I ended up just taking a plane. Some people take boats. Uh, the plane was the cheapest option for me, but that's the only part of the whole thing that you can't bike unless so, you want to die. Doing it alone. <laughs> doing it alone. Have you met anybody along the way? Interesting. Yeah. So I actually haven't been alone on this whole trip. Um, the first two and a half months, I did alone, and I ended up meeting a great guy named Logan on the trip in Oregon. And we biked together for a week. And at the end of the week, he told me, you know what, Liam, like, I'm going to come with you as far as I can. And we'll see what happens. And so just from the meeting a random guy on the road, we ended up spending eight months together from Mexico all the way to Colombia. And then he flew home from Colombia. Wow. So he was inspired by your long trip. Yeah, he was doing a trip of his own, but around the U.S. And when we met, he decided Latin America sounded a little more interesting. So he tagged along. Wow. I mean, like, literally, like, I'm canceling my workout today. And you're biking from Alaska <laughs> to Argentina. Uh, what will be the first thing you do after the 13 months or whatever it is? So uh, I'm actually not going to be done traveling after the 13 months. What I'm going to do is I'm, I'm sending my bike home. Um, in a box, and I'm switching it out for a backpack, and I'm going to spend six months backpacking back home, hitchhiking on rides, you know, are cars, you, whatever. Like, are you Are you scared? lonely? Yeah, what's going on? Are you on? lonely? What's going on? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not lonely. I actually, I have a girlfriend, and she's actually going to meet me in Ushuaia when I finish, and we're going to backpack home together. So oh, I'm okay. really excited. So she's, she's flying. She's smart. She's flying there. Oh, yeah. She's not biking. Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> Well, it's really cool. Very impressive. Uh, reach out to us when you finish, yeah? Yeah, I totally will. And you can uh, see his journey at Liam the Impaler on TikTok and Instagram. Take care, buddy. Good luck. Thanks again, guys. Okay, bye-bye. So how does that work? You got a girlfriend. Yeah, that you don't see for 13 months. Yeah, and like... you're on the road like in all these different countries? I should ask him the real question, which is... Right. Any, any issues? Right. Yeah, right. I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't do it. First of all, uh, work. And right? sleep. Like, do you uh, sleep on the ground? Like, I'm tired. I'm just going to go nap on the grass. I'm trying to think of what we could do that is endurance-driven, that would be a goal that we'd actually accomplish, you know, for a good cause. 
We could do like a relay. I've seen people do relays down to San Diego where you're like on a team and you take several like certain chunks of time. So like let's say I ran for like six miles and you'd and be on like a van. Off. You'd be on a van like sleeping, following me, and then I'd get in the van, I'd sleep, and you would run the next few. I, I you know, uh, this is going to sound crazy. I think I'll, I, I want to try Ironman. Which one? The one here? Local? No, the one in Hawaii. Oh, no. What's that one? Uh, Google it. It's. I think it's the most beautiful one. But... And you run, swim, bike? Okay. 2.4 mile swim. Wow. That's big. You could do that. Uh, I don't like sharks. Um, 112 mile bike ride. 112 mile bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could do that. Pedal assist. And what's the run? Oh my God, I'm out. What? What's 26. the run? 26.2. So it's a marathon. So it's a marathon, a hundred plus bike ride, and a two and a half mile swim. I am out. Yeah, no chance. No, no, no thanks. I'm gonna do my own version. Yeah, you could like run, swim, bike. Like do like stationary ten minute version. Yeah, you know. Yeah. One eight hundred five two zero one two seven. Uh, Sisney is off today. Tanya, do you mind if we take this call? I'd love nothing more. So this is a call, uh, and I, again, I love when we get calls about advice, but this is a world that we can probably give ad advice for, but we haven't really lived it, especially Sisney's not here. It's about weddings. Oh, well, we've been to weddings, I, and we've yeah. been part of weddings. Okay, so, so we're qualified. Yeah. Angela, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Well, we are doing fine. So you have a question about bringing a guy to a wedding. I do. So I've been dating this guy for a couple months. Um, it's been going really great. I really like him. Um, we seem to get along really well. So I am bringing him to a family wedding this weekend. So he's going to be meeting my entire family. So the thing is, though, we've never really discussed if we are officially girlfriend and boyfriend i mean like in my head i assume that we are but i know you can't assume anything so do i talk about it with him like before we go do i bring it up during the wedding weekend or do i just like go with the flow and see what happens so the question is if i bring a guy to a wedding does it make it more official yeah 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 um how long you been seeing the guy it's been about three months. Well, I mean, that's real dating. That's a long time to be yeah, dating somebody. I definitely, I agree. But we just never, like, I, I, like when we're around each other, I don't say, oh, this is my boyfriend. He doesn't say to me, oh, this is my girlfriend. I think so it's So what, do you, what, what does he say? Hi, this is Angela. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and again, I think like I assume it, but... I'm like unsure if it's first of all too much pressure to be like you're going to meet my whole family slash am I your girlfriend? <laughs> you know, I got to be honest with you. Oh. Do you want him to go with you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well then invite him. Go. It doesn't have to be any more official than what you make of it, but you yeah. want to take him because he's the person you're hanging out with the most and he's your date. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah, definitely. But you know what? Do you want him to be your boyfriend? I do. 
then bring him and just start introducing him as your boyfriend. This is my oh, boyfriend, okay. Paul. His name's not Paul. Whatever. Yeah. This is my boyfriend, Sam. What's his name? His name's Kevin. Not even close. This is my boyfriend, Kevin. I would definitely introduce him not as Sam. I would introduce him as Kevin. <laughs> right, right, right. Especially to make it official. <laughs> but like, it can be your call too. You know what I mean? Like, he could be your boyfriend. Yeah, that's true. That's a real power move to do. That's very true. Such a power move. All about Modern the woman. power, Tanya Rad. That's right. Uh, I say take him, let it organically look official, and then call him your boyfriend, Sam. Kevin. Kevin. Ronnie. Whatever. <laughs> um, all right, Angela. Good luck. It's a blessing. Right. Actually, this wedding's a blessing because it's going to make it easier for you to make it sort of official without having to like sit down and have a weird talk. Yeah, because then he might be like, oh, boyfriend. Yeah. And you can be like, yeah, I, I want you to be my boyfriend. Boom. Done. And there then you can be you like, know, and soon we'll be having a wedding of our own. Yeah, and children. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'll do really... it all right then. Do it all at the same time. <laughs> That'll really solidify it. Thank you guys uh, so much. You take care. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I think, actually, it's, a, it's an easy way to make it official yeah. without having to have the talk. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. So, I have to tell you. Tubbs, let me ask you. So... When was texting introduced to our culture? Mm, uh, early 2000s. Right. And you know what? I remember it because I was holding brick phones on American Idol in 2003, 4, whatever it was, explaining how one could text vote. And I thought, this is never going to catch on. Like, like, text vote? Why would you call? You know? Of course, I was wrong. So that was, you know, two decades ago. And finally, about three months ago, we got a text number for the show. So we're on it. And thank you for rushing that. So we now can hear from you. If you can't get through, you can send us anything via text. And I guess in an effort to always try and find something that might be slightly compelling, interesting, or entertaining on this show, we're constantly in meetings and you know, post-show meetings and discussions about what should we do. Mm-hmm. And generally, we don't come up with any good ideas. But then I started thinking, we really don't play a lot of games. And I don't know which games are fun on the radio. Because sometimes to me, games are cheesy. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, let's play a game. I spy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's not fun. No. So I thought we would sort of test some games. We did. We had some good laughs. Matter of fact, uh, Mark, did you get the text from our former boss about how much fun he had listening to that one game? He loved Match Game, yes. Oh, my God. John Ivey. Mm -hmm. John Ivey loved Match Game. Loved it. So we'll never play that again. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, um, we got some texts from listeners because I said, what's a fun or funny game for us to fumble through on the air and people like i have friends that play these great dinner games i play none fishbowl is a real fun one okay well i don't play it but people do play these dinner games with friends and family mm-hmm. so from san jose these are suggestions of games that we should play on the show are you smarter than a third grader i think that's funny yeah isn't it like a tv show fifth grader mm-hmm. uh-huh but yes I, that could be funny. Because if we're not, which we probably aren't, right? that could be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, another text. You should play Sing That. You give a word, and everyone has to sing a song that includes that word. 
That would so be for, hard. Like, for example. Water. Okay, go. I'm sinking in the cold, cold water with you. Don't go chasing waterfalls. There you go. That wasn't that hard. Yeah. All right, from uh, someone else. Elvis Duran, our colleague at Z100 New York, plays Name That Tune. It's 10 short clips of tunes, and you have to guess each one. I, I don't hate that. He also plays the game, which I thought was pretty funny. I heard it on iHeart. He plays the game, The Answer Is, and he gives the answer, and then he asks the question, and no one gives the answer. It's like trickery. I, Wait, we, I think you set what? that up wrong. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> now, for example, um, the answer is meat. The answer is meat. What day of the year is Thanksgiving? The third Thursday. No, nope, the answer is meat. Oh. That's how it works. So the answer is meat. Okay. So the questions are supposed to get you to do what you did, but it's pretty funny because it'll be like, the answer is bicycle. What is your favorite color? Pink. Bicycle is the answer. I don't like that game. Well, you call it Elvis and Tom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of laughed at it. I was, I was enjoying it. Um. Houston, let's see. Heads up, the owner. Three one on play. Uh, do you play? Do you know me? Each player takes a turn in the hot seat and reads a yes or no question about themselves. Everyone else votes on the answer if it's yes or no. Sample question: Has Ryan ever thrown a punch in a fist fight? So you'd write down yes or top, no. Yeah. What would you say? I'd say no. Tubbs, what would you say? No. Yeah, that's correct. Um, has Sisney had sex in the past week? Yes. But that's what they wrote to me. Tubbs? I'm going to say yeah. The answer is no. Um, oh. Does Tanya sleep with stuffed animals? Yes. Yes. True? <laughs> no, I have slept with stuffed animals. I don't All currently right. so have that's, one right That's now. kind of not unfun. All right, here's another one. The hello game. So I was asking you... Listeners, to text me games that might be fun on the air, uh, just to you know have some fun. So the hello game, it's a game conversation starter. For example, what music do you want to be listening to on your last day alive? Taylor Swift. If you needed help going to the bathroom, who's the first person you would ask to help you? You. No, I'm not going to the bathroom with you. <laughs> I don't know. All right. And multiple people said 25 word or less, a game show hosted by Marith Vieira. And then multiple people said that number one they said was Family Feud. No, okay. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. So I happen to have some Disneyland tickets next to give away. So let's play the feud. Now, 20. Oh, all right. oh my gosh. Wow. So 20 years ago, I auditioned to be the host of the Family Feud. No. I got offered the job. No. And I passed. What? Yeah. Why? Because I had an audition the next week for a singing show. And if I did the feud, I couldn't host the singing show. And the singing show was called American Idol. Well, that's a tough call. No, I think it was the right call. Family? Steve Harvey's great. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I had, a t- I had to go in an audition and play the fake game from producers. They offered me the job on a Friday. They wanted the answer by Sunday. <gasps> and I was what, 20 years ago. I was like a child. You were 20. I was 27. If you're 46. <sighs> I'm 47. You're 47? Okay, wow. No, between, I, between that and you saying, why is my button popping off my shirt? No, first you're not one. really complimentary <laughs> this morning. Because your button isn't like your button, like you normally unbutton the tops of it. It was like in the middle of your shirt. So yeah, I just because I'm coming what? off of a two-week no, vacation. Not. That's not why. It's not yes, bursting it is. open. And I'm insecure about it's it. It's not. I'm dysmorphia anyway. You do not. You're not busting it open. It's Look at it. It's <laughs> completely open. Oh, jeez. Okay, so uh, by popular demand, we are going to play the radio version of Family Feud. We have two callers on the line. Let's see. Leticia and La Mirada. Leticia, good morning. How are you? Hi. <laughs> I'm good. Susan. And, and this is Susan and Covina. Hi. Yes, it is. Hi. Hi. I just love to segment with your mom. She is such a sweet lady. Oh, my gosh. You are so lucky. <laughs> I, I really, I truly am, and she's seventy six years old, and like, she is so fit. Wow! So she's gonna live to one hundred. Is that where you get all your stuff for your? Is that did she get you into the fall fitness group? Yes, <laughs> she did, and it, it, she's she's out walking hills every morning. So I oh have to do goodness. something. All right, so listen, we got Leticia Lamarada, Susan in Covina. We're playing for a four pack to Disneyland, and yes. It's the family yeah. feud game. So, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, the music. So you shout your name to buzz in. Okay, that's how you buzz. Uh, top okay. five answers on the board. Here is the question. Name one of the five rides with the longest wait times at Disneyland during the month Susan. of of August. Susan, Susan, go, go, Susan first. Rise, rise of the resistance. Yes, uh, yes, that's right, Susan. Or is it Leticia? Who got that first? Susan. Yeah. Susan. Okay, Susan. Nick, what, what else? Keep so going. Susan can play or pass now. Um, it would be uh, Indiana Jones. It would be uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And it would be Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Okay. Haunted Mansion. Okay, so Star Wars, yes, Rise of Resistance, one. Uh, Indiana Jones Adventure is also one, but not the others. So, Leticia, you're up. Haunted Mansion. Uh, Haunted Mansion. No, it's not. Actually. Oh. So, Susan, you're up. Star Wars. Um, it would be uh uh uh. <laughs> I know Peter Pan. <laughs> <Hand. laughs> no, it would be Space Mountain. Survey says, do I see Space Mountain? Well, you di- you ding me before I ask, but yes, that is correct. Okay. So, who's keeping score here, Susan? Susan. All right. Uh, so you can play or pass, Susan. <laughs> it's too late for um, that. I'm gonna so, play. Sorry, Susan is already won. So I would also say Autopia. <laughs> oh, so she she won. <laughs> she won because she buzzed in. Oh, she got her strikes. Leticia tried to steal. She was unable to steal. Susan wins. Well, maybe you should have hosted Family Feud, Mark. <laughs> uh, so Susan, you win. Uh, the just I just want to go to the board. The Star Wars was correct. The Matterhorn Horn bobsled, oh, 62 God. minutes. But Splash it's down. Mountain. Splash Mountain <laughs> is on the board. The Space Mountain, Indiana Jones Adventure. Those were the top five. So, well, well congratulations. Um, I'll just give you both a four-pack. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. 
Are you kidding me? No, because I think I screwed the game up. So you both win. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And let's play Feud. Well done. Congratulations, Lizzie Susan. Thank Thank you so much for listening. You're going to love this. (laughs) All right. I'm going to put you both on hold, and you will both get four packs right away, okay? Wow. Oh, thank thank you you so much, much, Ryan. Oh, my God. You're very welcome. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see. Let me put them on hold. Which game is our favorite so far? I think the match game so far for me. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite. What? This one. Oh, this one. Yeah. I mean, I love the TV show, but it doesn't, for me, on it doesn't work the same on the radio. That's okay. You know, we're just like working out the kinks. That's right. Tra- throwing spaghetti on the wall, seeing what yeah, slides that's what we're doing. That's and what, what we're doing. sticks. That's what we're doing. Let me grab Emma. It looks like in Hacienda Heights. So, Emma, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing okay. How are you? I am doing okay as well. Um, and now they say you're you're. I have a little block that says like on a computer says Emma Hacienda Heights dating a guy on a conscious breakup. Tell me. Yeah, that's the reason I'm kind of just okay and not great. Um, uh-huh. I-, I could definitely use some advice. <laughs> Um, apparently, well, first of all, do you know what a conscious breakup is? Actually, I don't. I know conscious coupling or con- conscious, un- the- conscious uncoupling. uncoupling. I know the Gwen F. Paltrow, Chris Martin thing. Yeah, it was, it was new to me. Um, but apparently it's when a couple breaks up for a certain amount of time, like a year, but the intention is that they get back together again at the end. Okay. So why so do they break I up? I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I I was so kind of shocked by the idea of it that I didn't even ask. But I don't know. I guess his intention is to get back with her. But you're dating him now? Year. Yeah. Yeah. So for some backstory. So I met this guy on Tinder, of course. Mm, and tough. we've yeah, we've gone out like Tinder. three or four times and... He's been very open about the conscious breakup thing. Um, he said it would be next spring. That's when he's going to get back together with his ex. So I am fine with it. Like, I like the idea of something short term. I'm not ready to commit right now fully. So I feel like it's nice because it's no pressure. But I guess where I'm at is I'm just wondering how I'm supposed to know if he's telling the truth. So. Conscious breakup to me is breakup, and mm-hmm. then m- maybe testing the waters to see if there's anybody else out there, and then getting back together if there's not. But the whole notion of well, first of all, you, you may not trust him if he's not telling the truth. But this whole notion of like you're just going to fill a gap, I, I don't, I don't love it. And yes, even if you want something short term, what if you fall in love now? He can just get out because he told you that's if there's an end game here, and it feels like there's hurt involved in that to me. Mm-hmm. I, and I, this yeah. conscious breakup is anybody heard of that? No, it's like it's like almost like you're on a break. You're not really they're not broken up. If they're yeah, gonna get they're back on together. a they're on a break to see if 
they meet anybody else, and if they don't, they get back together. Let me tell you, you don't want anyone that's on a break. You want it broken. You want it broken and hammered into the ground. Unless you just want like the fun and physical, you know. And then in your mind, it's fine if it ends. But I think feelings, emotions develop, and then it hurts. At the end, when he goes back to his yeah. rekindle. And April's such a long time away. Like, you could get, like, you could go through the holidays with this guy, Valentine's Day, falling in love, and then boom, he's gone. Yeah. And I guess, like, Ryan said, you know, it might just be physical. And honestly, that's fine with me. But truthfully, my worry is not even about catching feelings. It's about wondering if I'm, like, a, the other woman. You know, yeah, because yeah, I don't yeah. want to be the girl that this guy is like cheating with. Yeah. And I, that's honestly my main concern. Can you find out if he's got this girlfriend legit? Oh, no. Well, I actually asked if I could meet her mm-hmm. and he said no, because mm-hmm. I guess part of their deal is that they don't talk about people that they dated during the whole. Yeah. So Unless this is all a scam. Talking. I don't really know. Can you get into his phone? Oh, no. I'm serious. I, I could. I, I don't want to be that, that you, girl. You, and- you don't want to be the girl that he's cheating on his girlfriend with. You don't mind if it's yeah. truly a breakup and a conscious breakup. You don't mind that there's an end game. But just the fact that you don't know and don't trust scares me. Yeah. Right? Because you yeah. could be, you might just be the other girl. Yeah. And I, so, I don't know. And, and, no, and there are so many. Fish wh- in the why, sea. Well, yeah, I'm mean, not a lot of great fish, but I, there, <laughs> there are fish. Um, but I think just the mere fact that your gut has you worried about being the side piece, it's not a great idea, you know? Yeah. And I like him, and it's been fun, but... But how do you like a guy that says, I'm... Walk away? But, but, but how do you like a guy that says, I'm going to break up for a few months and then get back together, and in the meantime, you're the fill-in? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I just don't love it for your own personal value. Yeah. And you met the guy on Tinder, so we really don't know what's true, right? Oh, no. Yeah. It's all kinds of fofo on Tinder. We're all strangers until we're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Listen, so here, 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 like here's, just... here's our feedback. I, I wouldn't hate for you to snoop a little bit if you want to find out. That's or such just bad advice. It. It's the best advice no. anybody's ever given on this show. No. Terrible. But, okay, so I should snoop? <laughs> well, I mean, otherwise, you're going to not know, and it's going to be in the back of your head, and what if he's just sneaking around with you? I don't like that. Yeah. Or, or, or cut it I off. Think I'm, I'm going to try to like ask one more time. To meet her. And then, yeah, just, I guess I'll, I'll either snoop or cut it off. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Good luck. Thanks for calling. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Single ladies, there he is. Keith Urban. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. Have you ever done that cover in concert? Have you ever felt like a single lady, Ryan? I feel like a single lady all the time, especially especially on this show. <laughs> How you doing? It's great to see you. I'm doing well. Hi, Tanya. Thanks. Hi. Uh, 
So, all right, so set me up. We're, you're listening to this um, on iHeart. You're listening to this around the country on Kiss. Where is that studio we see on the Zoom? Um, at our house in Nashville. That's in the house. Yeah, downstairs. And do you go down? And are you most creative in the morning, in the evening? Like, what? what what's your time? Um, morning. Morning. Yeah, you, you got to create before the critic wakes up. The critic gets up around noon and hates everything. Is that Nicole? <laughs> uh, no, she, definitely not. It's the kids. No, my my inner critic gets oh, okay. up at noon and hates everything, so I got limited time. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's I, cruel. I I do want to say, um, you created a, a, one of the most special visits for kids at the Vanderbilt Children's Hospital not too long ago, and um, I can't thank you enough for taking the time for you, Nicole, to go do that. It really, Keith, um, you know, those kids look up to. You, both of you, and it is it it heals their spirit to have mm. you spend time with them. Our pleasure, and I mean you you know it, it's ours too. You know it, it's this reciprocal uh, thing that happens when, in those sort of environments, especially with families that are going through what those families are going through. Not just the kids, but yeah, the parents, the everybody. You know, and what you've done, Ryan, in those places to to bring a little connectivity a little up you know spirits and and a little bit of joy and hope and light to everybody is extraordinary so kudos to you too well thank you for taking the time it was very very special and i kept hearing about it for days afterwards from uh, the, the do doctors the patients the, the, the families nice. the parents so well done thank you again a um, pleasure now i do have a question for you this is interesting i've always sort of thought about this but you have a very busy life like you have a very busy <laughs> look who's talking no, yeah. but I, I, I don't go on tour my job is the same place every day right right you right. do yeah. global tours um your wife works a lot and mm. and you have somehow m mastered the, the the balance and commitment of that can you just talk about how that works what the the, the priorities are and how that works for the both of you well, we've definitely not mastered it, and all I know is when the wheels fall off, we put them back on. Right. <laughs> you know, like, balance is not achieved, it's just maintained. And it's a day at a time, uh, best laid plans. You know this, right? You plan, this is how this is going to work, and then life throws you a curveball. Sure. You're like, okay, we didn't even plan for this bigger curveball, so what do we do? Let's figure this out. Uh, it's just being in it. It's just both of us being in it. That's that's the key. But you you commit to no matter where you are in the world, making time to be with each other. It seems. Yeah, and it's it's just a desire to want to be with each other. Yeah. It's not even a rule or a regulation or any of these things. It's just a desire to want to be with each other and uh, figure out how to do that, and not be apart for too long. Yeah. Well, it's 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 something that's always interested me because. Um, not that I have that long. I do not have a relationship that's lasted that long, but I always think about when I do, um, how I will commit to work and also commit to you know the person. You sacrifice things, you know. You just there's ex you can't do everything, so Keith, you just choose the things that you that you can do. When, and, uh, when Keith and I worked together, he kind of gave me a little relationship advice along the way. Every now no, and not advice. <laughs> Please don't use the word relationship advice with me. I have you, none. You, none. Or curiosity. <laughs> Um, all right, so Keith Urban's show at the Forum, Saturday. Tickets are on sale. Tell us mm. about being back out now on the road, seeing fans. Oh, amazing. 
Yeah. So fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, part of me sort of feels like I can feel a, a, a more fervor kind of energy in the audience. But not really. I think that was there before for our audience, especially. They're so, they're so jacked up and full of like everything that not only what we bring, but also what I need in, in concert. You know, my thing about what I'm trying to get the audience engaged in doing is based on what I also need to do the show that I do. So they bring it, I bring it, and you we feel all give it. it the circle happens and we just rock for two hours plus you know so it's a blast so it's two hours plus the show wow. oh yeah that's that's a that's a big show we got a lot of songs right i know, you know you this point, this actually, so much so that we had this big <laughs> digital wheel on the screen and this massive oversized poker machine handle that i come out during the show every night and pull it? this handle and there's this big lands. massive songs that fly around wherever it lands on we play randomly oh, that's fun. So. <laughs> that, that's cool, and it, it's is is the most interesting or most fulfilling part being in the studio creating something out of thin air, or is it being on the stage singing those songs? What's what's the most fulfilling part for you? It's all equal. I I I would like to not have to choose one over the other. Let's right. put it that way. You know, right. it's um. It's, it's, you know, it's the same for you. you. You can do your radio show where there is no one in front of you or you can do Idol and you've got an audience and you travel around and to get to do all of that is really the blessing, you mm -hmm. know, because um, particularly with us making music, you know, you write a song and like, say the studio, you write a song like The Fighter and it's just me and my co-writer, we write The Fighter, we, we record it and then you go out and you travel around and you see strangers singing, singing every the word songs of, back. Of the song that was written right here. It's an amazing feeling. It's in fact, I mean, songwriting is the most incredible thing because um, you think of and, and writing the music, but you think of it doesn't exist. It's total IP. It's it's completely mm. out of a thought or or an experience or shared experience. Um, yeah, probably the greatest guitar player on the planet, Keith Urban. Uh, and it, it, it's special to see him perform live. So if you have the chance to get tickets, Ticketmaster.com. They're on sale now. Um, you've been a dear friend for years, Keith. I, I admire, look yeah, up to you, and I love seeing you, buddy. Thank you for coming Likewise. on. Likewise. We'll see you at your house again soon. I hope so. <laughs> been too long. <laughs> see you soon, pal. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Tanya. Bye. And I'm going to play a little song right now. Right on. See you, buddy. Baby. Keith Urban. They're cool. Keith and Nicole, they are cool. I remember when I would go, when Keith was doing American Idol, and I would go every week and like um, get sound bites from the judges. Yeah. He was so nice to me. He, I'll never forget it. Like he's, I will, always, he's always like that. Yeah. He's always, always like that. It's always funny for me to hear his Australian accent and then listen to him sing. Yeah. Right? Because... You don't hear it. Uh -uh. Yeah, if you get a chance, go see him.
in concert. All right. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Do you want to do the extra hour? You know, I appreciate you asking. Thank you so much. Because I think that oftentimes people don't think I can handle anything on my own. Well, I'm with you every morning and you can. Matter of fact, I will in the future take a week off and you can handle the whole show. (laughs) I like doing the show with you, though. I like doing the show with you, too. I really do. Did you really think of dating me? Yeah. Can you walk me through it since Sissy's not here right now? <laughs> why? Why? Huh? There was a moment where I had exhausted a lot of things. Like, I feel like I was dating, 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 and everyone kept saying, the person is right under your nose. And I was like, oh my gosh, we do. We have really good chemistry. We get along. We hang out every single day. And then what happened? And then I met Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> So if you had not met Robbie, we would have gone out on a date. Well, I don't know. If it like people were calling and they're like, maybe you guys just need some tequila to loosen it up. I was like, all right, I'm down. But are we allowed? Would we be allowed to? Well, yeah. We gotta make the show fun. Fun until not fun anymore. Look what's happening with the Don't Worry Darling drama. Like what if one of us cheated or one of us did something bad? Yeah, but that'd be very interesting for the show. No, you'd have hurt feelings. If I cheated on you, you would come in here why crying. Why would you cheat on me? Okay, if you cheated on me, why, I would come wh- in here but, crying. But, but why would you? You went to that place first. Why were you going to cheat on me? Well, I don't want to. I'm just saying things. But who would you cheat with? I would not cheat. A CW star. No, I would not cheat. You know me. I am loyal. I am true to true and true. I guess if it doesn't work out with you and Robbie, we could reconsider. Might be good for the. <laughs> we could put a good. pin in it. Yeah, I would. Why not? <laughs> okay. Where are we going on first date? Um. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation's going to get us in trouble by two people. All right, <laughs> Darren. Good morning. How are you? Doing great, Ryan. How's it going? Uh, you know, ups and downs, ebbs and flows. But right now we're in a flow. What do you got? What's going on? Well, you know, I've just been listening to you guys for a long time now. And uh, I keep hearing Tinder and stuff get brought up with Sisney. And, and I just want to provide a different perspective out there that I haven't actually heard brought up before. Okay. And, that is, and, and that's these apps actually mean different things to different people. And so it's very common nowadays to run into people and say, yeah, we met on Tinder. Well, I wanted to give you one of those success stories. My wife and I met on Tinder. And as, as you can see, she's a, you know, she's a celebrity in her country. And, you know, our engagement was in people magazine and all the rest of the stuff in her country and everything else. But uh, to different groups and different people out there, each of these apps have a different purpose. And I just wanted to bring that perspective up to you guys. You know, it's interesting. And you say she's a supermodel. Well, if, if you take a look at uh, at some of her photos there, uh, she, lo- she does I, a lot of... They just put one up, <laughs> and she's in a black bikini. Okay. Yeah, that, that was uh, that was in the people photo shoot uh, spread that we were doing out there. Uh, she She's a celebrity personality out there. She does TV shows. She does interviews. She does radio shows. She's on wow. a number of talk shows, fashion awards, uh, modeling. Wow. She's, doing a, she's doing a Playboy photo shoot right now, those types of things. Oh, I do a lot of those things except the Playboy and modeling. <laughs> right? Where's she? Where's she from? Uh, she's originally from Moscow. And how does she feel about uh, what's happening now? 
Um, so actually, you know, that's one of the things that we, that we are dealing with. Uh, we're currently living in the Dominican. We've been together going on four years now. Uh, we're currently living in the Dominican waiting for our visa to be approved. And uh, it's been stonewalled. Uh, a lot of the political stuff is causing us a lot of effects on that. And uh, we, we actually have had to bounce around all over the world because we haven't been able to go. I can't work in her country because I'm a, I'm a cybersecurity expert and she can't come to America because her visa hasn't been approved yet. So we're kind of bouncing around and just uh, living in different, different spots in the world while we're waiting for America to get their stuff together. Uh, it's saddening what's going on over there. And a lot of people don't understand it. I, I agree with you. Uh, to, to me, you know, and I know I'm very naive. But to me, it does not seem like the people's war. No, this is uh, th- this is something. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of different political viewpoints, and and that's not the purpose of this call for for us. But I can tell you right now that um, it, it's a saddening process for everybody over there. It doesn't matter which of the which of the neighboring countries you're in. There's just a lot of confusion around it, um, and it's affecting a lot of different countries. Um, so, for example, I know uh, Kazakhstan, which my wife is associated with as well. Uh, they they have a lot of financial hardships and a lot of problems, even in travel restricted airspace, uh, not allowing the, the flights that usually go through Russia territories to come in, things like that. We constantly are running into problems over there. Uh, even their banking system and the finances are impacting other countries, and a lot of people just don't understand what is going on. How great of a threat, sorry, shifting gears, just curious, how great of a threat is cybersecurity as time goes by for our country? <laughs> now you're in my field, and uh, that is, uh, in, in my opinion, we've been in World War III for a long time, and it's the cybersecurity front. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we have to realize is that this is a multi-billion-dollar industry that's cropped up in the last few years. And, you know, it's been going on for five, ten years now, and it's just getting worse and worse. And that is money that's just being sent out overseas out of our country from these co- corporations and insurance and all these people that are paying it. I negotiate million-dollar ransoms on a daily basis you know and five million dollar really? ransoms and things like that all the time quite for often pri- for, for private companies or for public company uh i work in multiple sectors but yes the majority of them are private individuals private sectors fast interesting you know, I, I I said, you want to get his number call uh, yeah i know can back. you check my iphone <laughs> Um, I, I was, uh, yeah, I, I, I interested to hear, you know, about the Tinder, but thank you for participating in a few other, <laughs> other topics. No, I'm fascinated by it. Very interested in it. Not a problem. I appreciate it. Appreciate you listening to us and thanks you for calling. One. You take care. Bye, Derek. Bye-bye. T-Tubs, Tinder. Mm-hmm. Could work. Hinge worked. Yeah. You should get on an app. Me? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Have a girlfriend. So, I'll tell you to the end. I'll tell her what else you said today. And she's gonna call you. No, she's not. Yes, she is. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it for us today. One hundred two point seven. You are on Kiss FM. Uh, the morning hack. Life is very expensive right now, but. There are some fees you may be paying that you don't need to be paying. I'll tell you about that. 6.55 tomorrow and Ryan's Roses. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.